Are you ready to live life to the full? Are you ready to rise up and live a life of honor? Are you ready to build and step into a life of courage? This is the Manlyhood Mancast. Hey guys, welcome to the Manlyhood Mancast. I'm your host, Josh Hatcher. And we have been going through a really interesting five-part series called Things Men Don't Want to Talk About. This part is part three. And part three is... Um, a little deeper than some of the others we've talked about. I think that it, um, which I know that's kind of hard to imagine, honestly, but this, um, this is a sensitive topic. And, you know, we talked a little bit about our emotions. We talked about how we don't like to talk about them. As we talk about this, this might start to drag up some stuff for you. And, you know, I don't like to use the word triggered because I think that we live in an era where people are triggered by things they shouldn't be triggered by and they get ridiculous but that might happen here for you when we talk about some of this stuff it might you might find yourself struggling to comprehend what's happening or finding yourself getting angry or finding yourself getting whatever emotionally later if this is hitting a nerve so I just want you to know and be aware and think about that when we talk about this it may affect you if you've got some of these issues. So um, that other thing that men don't like to talk about, guys, that's sexual abuse. And we're going to talk more about that in just a minute after this. Hey, man. I see you. I see your fire going out. I see your marriage barely holding on. I know you're broke, wore out, and at the end of your rope. I've been there. It sucks. Sucks the spark right out of you. Till all you have is a pile of wet wood. It feels like it's never gonna burn. I can't fix your problems. I can't make her love you again. I can't lose 50 pounds for you or fill your bank account. But I can remind you of who you are. I can share some of my fire. I can help you make a plan to get your life back on track. So let's go. Let's do this. Let's reignite our lives. There's a lot at stake. No one wants their marriage to end in divorce. No one wants to wallow in despair or to the dark places that follow. So let's do it. Let's reignite our lives. Let's reignite our passion, our marriage, our health, our career, our dreams, our mindsets. Get reignited today. Hey, welcome back to the Manly Man Cast. I'm your host, Josh Hatcher. I'm really glad that you guys have been following along with this series. Uh, things men don't like to talk about. Um, I do care, guys, about men. I want men to be better men. The men that are in my life, I want to invest in them, and I want them to invest in me so that we can be better men. That matters a lot to me, and it's honestly, it's why I get up in the morning. <laughs> it, it, I go to sleep thinking about it, I wake up in the morning thinking about it. This matters to me, and it's something I care deeply about. So what that really means is that if you're a man, I care deeply about you, and I want to see you be the best that you can be. So if you want to support that, go to the manlyhood.com store. Uh, we've got some resources there that can help you. This isn't an ad, and I don't want it to sound like an ad, so that's all I'll say about it. Um, today we're going to talk about the thing that <laughs> men, I, honestly, I really think this is one of the biggest things that men don't like to talk about, and that is sexual abuse. Um, 
the U.S. Centers for Disease Control issued uh, a study, and they determined that 16% of all males were sexually abused by the age of 18. And then other studies have shown that about 14% of men, and then another study showed that um, many of the problems regarding sexual abuse, especially in men, and uh, are underreported and not talked about and not addressed and unresolved. And there are a lot of reasons why that is. But I want to make it clear that as, as we look at all these studies and we start looking at averages, what it comes down to is one in six boys by the time they're an adult have been sexually abused. One in six. So that means that in your probably closest circle of friends or in your family, one of those young men, or old men, but probably, you know, at least one of those men, by the time they were 18, were sexually abused. And that is a staggering and painful and hard to talk about statistic. And, and it's not just, I mean, the abuse can be from men, it can also be from women, but it's still abuse. People who have gone through sexual abuse frequently have a lot of things that kind of come out of that. And this is true of men and women, but uh, some of those symptoms are, you know, you got post-traumatic stress disorder and depression, alcoholism and drug abuse, suicidal thoughts and attempts at suicide, problems in intimate relationships, um, you know, not doing well, underachievement in school and at work. These are common symptoms that kind of follow childhood sexual abuse. Bottom line is that men don't like to talk about it. And I think the reason why we don't like to talk about it is we're ashamed. It makes us feel like less of a man to admit that we were abused or that we were hurt by somebody or that um, we were raped or molested or whatever. It's hard to say those words. It's hard to talk about that. And as a result, men don't talk about it. So when I say one in six, that number is based on reports, and it's determined that the, they're pretty sure that it's m way more often than is reported. I know that with women, it's like one in four by the time they're 18, and then I think it's one in, I think it's one in six uh, adult women have been raped, which is another whole issue. But one in four girls before they're 18 have been sexually abused or raped, and one in six boys by the time they're 18. And um. You know, maybe we don't want to talk about this in front of everybody. You know, maybe it's not like, hey, everybody, let me tell you the deepest, darkest, most painful thing I've ever been through. I get that. I get that. But there is a time and a place to talk about some of this stuff. Um, you Really, even though it's uncomfortable, you need to have somebody you can trust if this is you, if you've been through this. And if you haven't been through it, you also need to understand that a lot of people around you may have. So sometimes we make jokes and we laugh. And listen, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm the first one to make jokes, maybe not about this, but about other things that are uncomfortable. I joke. It's my coping mechanism. It's how I get by. And to me, everything is funny. Probably shouldn't be that way, but sometimes it is. This is one of those things that when people joke about it, it's not funny to me. And I have a heart. I, it kind of raises my blood pressure when people do joke about it. But I want to say that if you do that in front of somebody who's been through it, yeah, it, you can cause some pain. 
you can cause some damage and some hurt. And I think we need to be aware of that when you know how many people around you could be suffering with it. But if it is you, if you find yourself struggling with depression or with suicidal thoughts or with post-traumatic stress disorder and you know that um, abuse is in your past, you know that it's there and you find yourself struggling with this stuff, I want you to know you're not alone. Those statistics, while they're heartbreaking, they're also a little bit reassuring because you can know that you're not alone. You're not alone going through this. I, I want you to know and understand too that a lot of times these things happen when we're very young and we have a tendency to block things out of our memory, to, to shut things off that we don't like to think about. And that can be pretty damaging too. I, I firmly believe that we need to dig in deep be real with ourselves, be real with the situations that we've experienced, and and know that it's okay if it's something that has been repressed or something that has been pushed aside. Um, I do know that sometimes the science of repressed memories can be a little weird. Um, you know, when people go in and are hypnotized and they remember things, there's some weird stuff there. And I don't want to discount it or say that it's not real. But I do want to say that, you know, you want to be careful with some of that. Um, but the chances are good, guys, that if you think that you might have been there, it, it, it's possible. If you find yourself struggling with those symptoms and, and those issues and you've never talked to anybody about it, I want to encourage you. See a counselor and talk through this stuff. Um... Don't just go to the guy that's just going to give you all the pills. <laughs> you know, the pills are going to treat the symptoms. They don't necessarily treat the problem. And you want to go to a counselor, a therapist, who can help you get to the root, can help you talk through some of that stuff and help you process what it means. Um, I will say victimhood is not a virtue. And so don't choose to be a victim don't choose to, to settle into that mindset of they did this to me and now my life is horrible. I don't care what's happened to you. You can't settle into that. You choose to be the victor where you say this happened to me and I'm going to rise above it. And you've got to remind yourself of that day in and day out because there's going to be days that are hard that you don't want to. But guys, um, I think honestly, like I said, we're talking about why men don't like to talk about it. And the biggest reason is we're ashamed. It feels like we have been, we don't want people to think that we're gay, for example, if somebody raped us. And that's what is in our head because of that experience that, that we may have had, right? Um, and I think that we, there's a tendency for a lot of men to settle into this uh, mindset of, uh, I'm not going to talk about that because I don't want anybody to think that I'm gay because that happened to me. Because honestly, it is humiliating and it makes you feel like less of a man if someone forced themselves on you when you were a kid. It just is the way that it is. It's not true and it wasn't your fault. And you need to get that in your mind and you need to understand that. But you might not have to get some help to be able to live in that space, to be able to let that those truths that I'm telling you transform you. You might need some help with that to process what that means and that's okay. And I just want to encourage you, if that's you and you need to talk through it, 
find somebody to talk through it with. If you don't know where to start, I mean, like I said, the guys in our man cave um, would be glad to talk with you. It might be an uncomfortable place to just kind of blurt it out. You can if you really want to go there, and I'm cool with that. Um, if you're at a place where you feel like you're okay, if more people know when you want to talk about it, feel free. But if you want to talk about it privately, you can shoot me a message. I am not a counselor. I'm not a professional counselor, and that's the first thing I'm going to encourage you to do. But I would be glad to talk to you about it if it helps. I know that when I was a kid, um, it's pretty young, and some other kids, two actually, who had been abused, taught me things I shouldn't know. It's not the same as being raped or molested. Um... But what it did for me was it introduced me to things, introduced me to habits, introduced me to sexuality way earlier than I should have been. And because of that, my mind was always going there. And it was a big struggle for the rest of my life. And there, you know, I mean, I uh, taught other kids too. And kids do that to an extent. I mean, experimentation is part of that. But it wasn't healthy. It wasn't right. It wasn't good. I mean, I'm not saying that to shame myself or shame kids who are in that situation uh, you know we have to understand that it's not about the shame it's about the fact that this isn't acceptable and it should have been done differently and it should have been uh, I, I shouldn't have passed it on and somebody should have been able to see it unfortunately nobody did see it because I didn't talk about it I was ashamed um, but that's my experience and your experience might be different. I know a guy who, you know, his older teenage babysitter taught him things that he shouldn't know. Um, I know people who were abused by siblings or people who were abused by adult males or females. And, and in those situations, it was very hard because they felt like a victim and they never truly healed or recovered from it. Many of them are now adults and they still struggle with the pain and with what that means and they don't feel like a man because that keeps coming back even if it comes back under the surface it comes back and I'm gonna tell you right now my goal in talking about this thing that men don't want to talk about is not to drag it up and to make you think about something you don't want to think about you know maybe you're at a place where you have healed and you don't think about it anymore you may be just a person that somebody else needs to be able to talk to about it. So your story, that horrible thing that happened to you, might just be the thing that's going to help somebody else. You can take that selfishness that was put on you and that crime that was committed against you and you can turn it around and make it into something good by being an agent of healing and helping in somebody else's life. And so I just want to encourage you, don't be afraid or ashamed to talk about it with somebody that needs to hear it. And if you need help, don't be ashamed or afraid to ask for it. Yeah, I know. Usually the Manlyhood Mancast has some jokes or we talk about politics or we talk about something else. <sighs> this is a little deep and we don't want to talk about it. I'm sorry if it's uncomfortable, but it is something we need to talk about. Anyway, guys, I love you, I care about you, and I appreciate you. I just want to encourage you that uh, you're not alone. You don't have to go through this alone. It's okay to get help. And if you need help and you, can't, you don't even know where to start, I would be glad to help you get started on finding help. I love you all, and I will catch you next time.
want to be a better man, check out our website, manlyhood.com, for blogs, videos, and more from our Manlyhood team. Men, you can also join our private Facebook group, Manlyhood Man Cave, where you can meet up with a band of brothers who will challenge you and help you on your journey of manhood. Be sure to check out all our resources at manlyhood.com store. This episode is produced by Thatcher Media for manlyhood.com. Our manly theme music is from Austin Sterling and also from Mark Cruz. Sure to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes, YouTube, or whatever you're listening to. Tune in again for more of the Manlyhood Mancast.